Hello everyone. Welcome to Reddit Readings. This episode is packed with evil pranks. Enjoy. Reddit Readings, episode 58. Now streaming only on Disney Plus. My name is Taylor. Welcome to the Eras Tour. Experience Taylor Swift's record-breaking Eras Tour. Swift, the Eras Tour, Taylor's version, with four additional acoustic songs. Now streaming only on Disney Plus. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. What evil prank have you pulled off? Two of my friends have never met each other. Before they spoke I told both of them that the other is a bit deaf. They shouted at each other for a few minutes before they realized that I'm an asshole. My mum's laptop wallpaper was a picture of her granddaughter. I copied the picture 100 times and made her wallpaper a slideshow of the same picture over and over again. So the file would change but nothing would change visibly on the monitor. The pictures would change every 10 seconds. On one of the images I painted a tiny little curly moustache on her. So randomly for 10 seconds my niece would have a moustache. My mum thought she was either losing her mind or had a computer virus and every time the moustache popped up, it was gone by the time she tried to show anyone. I lived in Korea for a bit. When my mom came to visit, I told my Korean girlfriend it was an American custom to greet older women by touching elbows. I told my mom the same story about Korean customs. It was a thing of beauty. They were not pleased. Early days of networked PCs. DOS and netware. I worked in a computer lab on campus. There weren't a lot of management utilities available at the time so I and a few other student employees wrote batch scripts and small programs to automate a few things when a student or professor would log onto the network. Having that sort of access led to numerous pranks being pulled, but most of us were savvy enough to figure it out and undo the prank. However, we had to co-workers who liked to loaf a bit too much for our liking. They were not at all technical and had taken the lab assistant job because they thought it was easy money. They had conspired to be assigned to a remote classroom lab that rarely had any students in it who would need assistance for most of their working hours. They would just sit around and play games on the PCs while the rest of us were, you know, working. Clearly this could not stand. I rewrote a piece of code that was executed when every single user signed on. If the username was either one of these two and they were signing in on a PC in that remote classroom and it was during their working hours it would look at an innocuous file on the network. The file merely had a few bytes in it which noted how long it had been since this prank had last been triggered, ensuring that it would run once or twice a week maximum. If it did activate, it would launch a terminate and stay resident program which would wait a random time between 5 to 15 minutes and then drop an image of two dudes having sex on the monitor for a few seconds and reboot the PC. Tested it, put the compiled program in place and deleted the source. 
Much hilarity ensued for the next two semesters. I saw a post about switching around mayo and vanilla pudding, emptied out a mayo jar, and cleaned it well, filled it with a few pots worth of vanilla pudding, and took it to uni. Our uni is very chill about eating during the lectures, so I waited until midday, when I was sitting in the middle of all my friends and they were all eating their lunch. Cue me taking out the jar of mayo and a spoon, popping the lid, and taking a big ol' spoonful with a grin. At first only the closest ones noticed, but after the third spoon it was like everyone was frozen around me. Pin drop silence. After the fifth spoon someone forks wretched and the spell was broken. The looks of sheer terror and disgust was well worth the pain of eating vanilla pudding. I'm a chocolate kinda girl. When my brother and I were in middle school, my brother liked to skateboard with our next door neighbor. One day, my brother and a neighbor took the sheet of plywood from under my brother's upper bunk bed, no one slept in the upper bunk, out of the house, and started making a skateboard ramp out of it in the neighbor's adjacent yard. My parents had explicitly told him that he wasn't allowed to do that. Now, in my defense, my brother teased me unmercifully, to the point of tears, on multiple occasions, so keep in mind that he had had it coming for a long time. Anyway, an evil little plan hatched in my brain. I ran to the upstairs window and yelled down at them, brother's name, guess what? Mom knows everything and she is so mad. Then I slammed the window shut and ran to the stairs and waited while watching my mom read the newspaper. A few moments later, my brother walks in the front door looking worried and says, mom, I'm so sorry. My mom, who had no idea what was going on, said, about what? while slowly putting the newspaper down for making a skateboard ramp out of the wood from the bunk bed. You did what? At that moment, a wave of shock and realization swept across my brother's face and our eyes met. I let out the biggest evilest little sister cackle and ran into my room. We are adults now and still laugh about it from time to time. The AM supervisor at my office is a short little man who likes to work from a laptop on a rolling adjustable desk. For over a year I gradually raised the height of this desk and watched as he went from sitting on a stool to an adjustable tall task chair to standing. Last week he removed the wheels from the desk to lower the height. He doesn't realize it's adjustable. A friend kept trying to steal my sushi off my plate at a sushi restaurant. So while she wasn't looking, I stuffed it full of wasabi, put a bit of fish back on top to cover my tracks, and pretended to not be looking when she started reaching towards it. She tossed it into her mouth, started chewing down, and I just swung my head towards her to say, you fucked up. Five minutes of coughing, muffled screaming, and copious amounts of water later, she had learned her lesson. One night I replaced every framed object in my boss's office with a picture of me, making a stern face. Posters, certificates, photos, etc. Took like 3 hours, because he had like 30 framed things in his office. The next day I made sure I was out doing field work, to make him sit with it most of the day. He had a lot of foot traffic, to look at his office that day. One year, my sister had to move back into my parents' house. I was like 15, she was a little older, mid-twenties. April Fools comes, and I know my sister woke up at like 6am. So I took out the light in the kitchen, put Vaseline all on the refrigerator handle, and put a rubber band around the water gun on the sink. I waited for her to go in the kitchen, I was in my room, pretending to be asleep, and all I heard was shit. 
followed by oh shit. Followed by her screaming my name and waking up my parents. My parents were not happy, floor was soaked with water and it woke both of them up. I'd do it again though. I made fake versions of Internet Explorer that turn your PC off when started in the ICT class at school. I remember it like it was yesterday. At summer camp my cabin's leaders found a little snake that wasn't doing so well, so they decided to put it in an old terrarium in our cabin. A few of the guys were nervous about it. So the next day, when the leaders decided the snake was well enough to release, I asked that they keep quiet about releasing it when the other guys got back to the cabin and found no snake in the terrarium. Chaos ensued. One that was played on me, I took my SATs on April 1st. Should have known, right? But apparently, I'm not that smart. That night I went out with a group of friends, and when I got home my mom met me with a serious look on her face. She told me that the testing committee had called, that there had been an error and all test papers from that day were lost. Everyone was being contacted to schedule a date to retake the exam. She totally sold it. Face, reactions, everything. I bought it hook, line, and sinker. And she let me believe it until lunchtime the next day. My mom is a diabolical person. True terrors of horror, bizarre happenings, unexplainable events. On our podcast, Disturbed, Terror Takes Center Stage. Each episode is a journey into the darkest corners of human existence, delving into bone-chilling tales of kidnappings, serial killers, maniacs, and the very essence of your worst nightmares coming to life on this weekly true horror show. Disturbed is not for the faint of heart. It's an exploration of real, unadulterated horror sourced from everyday people. Each episode is a descent into the macabre, where we narrate stories that will leave you on the edge of your seat and crawling in your skin. We navigate the disturbing narratives that lurk in the shadows, offering a raw and unfiltered listen into the most terrifying aspects of the human experience. Enter at your own risk and let the unsettling tales unfold in the haunting realm of Disturbed. And remember, listeners, stay safe out there. Over a decade ago I worked in the warehouse of a guitar center. We dealt with inventory, shipping and receiving. We had a dumpster behind the store in a shared parking lot that people would leave random things in, even though it was not a public dumpster. One day we found a broken beach chair in an open cardboard box. The box had a shipping label on it. It was left in such a way that it was easy to assume that the chair slash box combo was left by the same person. We packed the beach chair in another box and shipped it back to the customer. I wish I was there to see the person's face when they received their trash back via UPS. Once I asked a friend for another friend's phone number. He gave me a teacher's number. I then went on to send multiple messages in a fake angry tone to my unsuspecting teacher. Fuck that diabolical genius of a friend. I used to work at a science tutoring center when I was in college in my gap year before professional school. One of the things we taught very often was anatomy. So naturally we acquired a few skeletons and various skulls 
with some variation in how they looked, or were marked etc. Well I was closing one night, and I knew my co-worker was opening the next morning early, so before I locked up I sorted all of the skeletons and skulls in a welcome party near the front door. I had one immediately at the opening of the only door into the room, with several backup skeletons and skulls just behind at a table together watching on. The best part was that you have to turn on the lights manually, and that switches immediately to the side of the door opening, so when she reached down to turn on the lights she had to come face to face with some lifeless skeleton skull in the middle of the shady opening. Needless to say she screamed, and it was loud enough to make our boss come to see if she was okay. Woke up to some colorful texts from Mayo. Still proud of that one honestly. At my sister's swim meet, I found an ice machine tucked away in a garage looking thing. So I started collecting the ice and somehow managed to put ice in nearly everyone's shoe at the meet. It was a wild beautiful moment of pure confusion and chaos. Everyone started freaking out and no one knew it was the little shy girl who secretly enjoyed turmoil. Dude was harassing my ex because he used to have a cell phone number. Was being a real fucking creep. Anyways, I created an email address, signed up to Kijiji, and placed an ad offering an 80 inches 3D TV for free with some excuse about a bad breakup and not wanting her to get it. I asked people to only text or call. I then went to bed and forgot all about it until the next day at work, I get a text from my ex asking if I had done something on Kijiji. The dude was begging her to take the ad down and apologizing. I checked the email and there were 5 pages of responses, even though I had told them not to email, but to call or text. Dude's phone must have been ringing constantly. I took the ad down, and she never heard from him again. I can meow just like a cat. In fact I can do it so well, that people will often look around for the cat that is not there. This has resulted in several hilarious instances of strangers running around frantically looking for the cat and me sitting off to the side watching. Stray cats will usually stare at me for a couple seconds before continuing doing whatever. Pet cats will usually hold a conversation with me, particularly if they are chatty. People in school used to always take my Gatorade. So I took an empty bottle, filled it with dyed salt water, and let them take my drink. Not gonna lie, it was hilarious watching one person to spit salt water in the middle of class only for their unbelieving friend to do the same. I used to work for a cruise line. A passenger asked if the crew lives on the ship full time. I and my co-worker explained that no, the crew leaves every night to fly back to Miami and then returns each morning. She walked away satisfied. After that cruise was over, our manager was sharing the passenger evaluations with us and was confused about one in particular. It was a woman who had stayed on deck 14 and had complained that she couldn't sleep at night because of the noise of the crew helicopter. I created a fake uniform policy poster for my high school. It wasn't perfect, but people were idiots, so they fell for it. It took everyone about a week to actually read the poster and see that it was obviously fake. Some people still showed up on the first day wearing the uniform that I designed. Picked out every last marshmallow from my sister's box of lucky charms. Then took a photo of me eating a bowl of just charms, printed it, and put in the bottom of the bag. I then sealed the bag back up, hot glued the box, and back in the pantry it went. I convinced a co-worker for 2 months that the guy she had sat next to for 3 years was named Jay, not Dave. 
They worked in different departments, but sat three feet away from each other for years. I got the guy in on it. And his manager. Then later his supervisor, group manager, division manager, and entire department. They bought him new nameplates for his desk, changed stuff in the system, so his name would print as J, etc. The only thing they didn't change was his phone number and email. She thought she was going crazy, and when I finally told her she sucker punched me in the stomach and dropped me to my knees, she was a personal trainer in her off hours, so she got me good. Totally worth it, and I laugh about it to this day over a decade later. My freshman year of high school, the big craze at my school was this 50 pack of Crayola markers, I don't know why exactly, but fads are fads. A friend of mine had a pack that she was obsessed with. She had them organized in the pack in like a perfect color gradient order. So of course anytime she left the room I'd mix her markers up, so she had to fix them when she came back. This went on for a month maybe, and one day in study hall she leaves, and she before she leaves, turns to me and she says, don't rearrange my fucking markers. So I didn't. I rearranged the caps. You see, these markers were solid white apart from the caps and a little tiny nub at the other end. She got about halfway through fixing them, when she noticed she was holding a marker with an orange cap and a turquoise nib. I can't tell you the joy I experienced when she looked at me and said, you didn't even move the markers did you? I laughed so hard I was asked to leave the study hall. She didn't talk to me for two weeks, 100% worth it. Not a prank I pulled off, but one I was victim to. My manager had left me in charge of the store when I was 16, not legal but that's a whole other mess, for a whole weekend. Saturday went well, and I was happy with how I went, although my paranoid brain is always concerned about whether or not doors are actually locked. I'm the same with my house, but the store was worse. So I make my dad drive down to the store to double check that everything is okay. 15 minutes later I get a phone call from him saying, the manager and the police are here, because the door was unlocked and people were inside. Cue to me on the floor in tears hyperventilating, while my dad is telling my mum who had since picked up the phone, that he was only kidding, and that everything was fine. Well did a co-worker's boot to the floor. He had worn out the toe caps on his steel-toed boots. While he was making a weld kneeling inside a large piece of equipment, on steel, I put a small tack weld on his boot, so he had trouble breaking it loose and getting up. I farted under the covers, then pointed at the ceiling above my girlfriend and shouted spider. So she'd throw the blankets over her head. Later when she told her parents, that turned out to be the thing that earned her dad's respect for me. Made him laugh so hard he needed an inhaler. Thank you for listening to Reddit Readings. If you enjoyed this episode, consider subscribing and leaving a rating. It is Ryan here and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18. Plus. Do you enjoy science, spooky stories, and all things paranormal? We do too. While we would love for most paranormal stories to be true, we are here to tell you that they probably aren't. 
but that doesn't make them any less fun to speculate about. We are the Spooky Science Sisters podcast. In this podcast, we bring you bi-weekly discussions on possible scientific explanations behind the supernatural. Backed up by research articles and other credible sources, we do deep dives into things like archaeology and physics and share in-depth discussions with topic experts. Visit us at SpookyScienceSisters.com to listen to a couple of skeptics debunk some of your favorite alien encounters, cryptid sightings, and ghost stories with science, sass, and a significant amount of laughter. Thank you and stay spooky.